1: Hello, I'm Georgie Corridge-Capole and welcome to this week's Sherlock's Team Podcast. Today I'm joined by Laura Black, Heather Steele and Georgina Blasky. Hello ladies. Hello. Hello. Hello, hello. Happy Monday. How's everyone? Quite a sad Monday. Quite sad after. Well, it's been a sad week, hasn't it? I feel like we need to start with the tragic death of Sarah Everidge. I think particularly for all of us who, well, A, as women, and and B, you know, we, a lot of us live and work so close to where this happened. It's it's a real shock, isn't it? Yeah, it's a real shock. How do you feel as mothers. My children sort of both heard about it. I didn't know whether I wanted them to know about it. They both were asking questions before I'd even really had a chance to probably make the decision. But
2: Mine are young enough, but Georgina, I imagine your daughter is very much old enough to understand.
3: Yeah, she is and understand, but only to a limited way. She's in her early teens and actually the range of things that she's hearing and listening to on social media is really from one extreme to another, it's really confusing and it's really hard for someone that age to decipher clear messages and know Mm. what's true and what's not. We had a quite heavy weekend talking about it, which culminated in us going up to the bandstand to kind of reflect and find some peace and just to think about her and her family and the tragedy that happened on our doorstep and to to try and have a discussion about how to stay safe on the streets and what to think about when you're going to go out and how you need to look after yourself.
4: how how do you feel? A lot of my friends live where where you guys live and I think it was when I was speaking to one of my friends on Friday night and she was saying you know she lives about five ten minutes away from the common and she goes jogging all the time around there and I think that was the one time she even like looks a little bit like Sarah so like even when she said that that for me was the moment when I, I actually felt like really quite sick just thinking about how yeah it could happen to absolutely anyone who's just going about and doing their normal routine at a normal time you know it wasn't four in the morning or anything and oh, I don't know it's just horrible isn't it it's really horrible it's a bit of a tricky one I think because I totally agree you know like be safe and be aware of what you're doing and where you are but from personal experience like the two times that I've been in not very nice situations one was in a taxi and another time was on the tube during the day you, yeah. you think you're safe you doing are. those things but you can still yeah, like you say encounter some horrible horrible people mm. anyway, yeah.
1: our thoughts go out hugely to her family and her friends and um, sad times Changing the subject, we always talk about what we're watching. So I thought I thought we had to talk about Meghan and Harry. You might not thank me for this, ladies.
4: Um, <laughs> did everyone watch? I didn't watch it, but ITV had something on last night that was like the week that rocked the royal family. And it was all based on that. So I feel like I got the, the edited highlights and the fallout, which kind of gave me more information, I'd say, than watching the but, whole thing.
1: Heather, maybe you were the smart one not watching it.
4: I think because it obviously came out in the States the night before, I felt like all the headlines had already sort of told us what we needed to know anyway. Georgina? I tuned in, having heard all the headlines, and I was expecting
3: to just find it the whole thing quite irritating and to find them a little bit irritating somehow. I I don't really know why. I actually found myself feeling sort of scared for her when she was describing how she had felt and what had happened. I felt like the real evil character in the story was the uk tabloids actually mm-hmm. that to me is what i really was left 100
1: percent, i'm with you yeah i don't think the tabloids got enough shit i think she could have been so much clever i would love to know who advised her on that because i think they came off really badly and i'm not saying it wasn't shit but she could have gone in there and said i wanted to make it work i wanted to have a voice i wanted to do my bit but it didn't go that way and i I couldn't cope with it, and I'm happy to be out of it, but the way the tabloids treated me is unacceptable. Like, I just feel like she could have got to have the last word and been smarter, and I thought she was smarter than...
2: I, th- I think, as you say, being a bit more smart about the whole thing. I came away, and I actually felt really sad. I just think to kind of publicly take your family down like that, like, family oh. is so important in life and I think to publicly take your family down is just one of the worst things you can do to the world but I also thought Harry it just he's probably just so troubled and I think when she wanted to go it didn't take him much persuasion mm. to go
4: mm, if, if that makes that. sense yeah they were quite good they didn't say anything bad about the Queen ah uh, wasn't it I don't yeah, know agreed. the bit when he said like oh my my father when he was actually answering my calls I was like <gasps> oh fuck oh like, that's my god he said that I was like oh yeah. my god Harry you didn't just say that oh it was very <laughs> Jeremy Kyle that bit I was very like, oh <laughs> yeah. no that bit I actually found one of the more, more shocking bits my father actually.
1: refused to pay me because I refused to keep working I mean that, that was,
4: was that was a classic wasn't it also <laughs> I think he shouldn't have said that because that's Exactly what people who don't like the royal family think. Like you know, you're getting paid to do a job, and now you're not doing a job. You still want to be paid. I think it kind of plays into people who don't agree with the royal family a bit, mm. saying stuff like that. I'd well, it
1: kind of reminds you actually that
4: they are doing a job. Yeah. No, I think they did loads of good charity things before, and I do think it is a shame now if they're not able to continue doing some of that stuff they were doing before.
1: Today I was it with James Corden on Carpool Karaoke.
2: Yeah, yeah. I did.
4: I thought that was so
1: funny. When he rocked up, he's like, James, where's the Range Rover? And there's a (laughs) double deck of us.
2: So we we conflicted, Georgie. I just thought it was such painful viewing. Oh, Um, I loved
1: it. I thought that was the real Harry. I thought he had a great sense of humour. He took the piss out of himself. And I thought it was sweet the way he called... Megan and she was like how's your tour hair I thought they came across so well and then they threw themselves under the number 42 bus if you ask me let's talk about something happier Georgina so how was your mother's day oh, my mother's day was really nice
3: Um, I had my best mother's day cards ever so I'm a big fan of Shit's Creek which I've just finished and I got two cards and one was from my daughter and it said happy mother's day from your baby like Moira. (laughs) And then the second card, my son chose, who is 12. Happy Mother's Day from your little shit. I just thought it was so funny. It was really good. Yeah, there was no sentimentality, (laughs) but a lot of humour. So that was fun. Were you spoiled? Oh, I was. I was. I got a really nice roll up backgammon set from Missima, which is so lovely. It's like pink and turquoise and it's gorgeous and a Sunday roast.
1: So, yeah. It's nice. Really nice. Laura, did
2: you have a happy Mother's Day? Yeah, I did. I had a really lovely day. Thank you. Nothing too out of the ordinary. I, I'd like to say mine was a bit more organised than that, but mine was definitely a homemade card and some last minute Waitrose flowers. But you know what? I love Waitrose flowers. I love a supermarket rose, and they're my favourite ones and my favourite colour. So thrilled with those. And then just you know, a cup of tea in bed, somebody else doing breakfast, and yeah, I sat and read the Sunday papers. It was it was lovely. And you, Georgie?
1: You say you had supermarket flowers. I, I got Facetimed from the flower stand saying, which of these do you want? Because I know I'll get it wrong. So, <laughs> that's about as original as, as uh, my flowers get. But yeah, roast chicken, flowers and some homemade cards. Oh, and, and another scallop tray from uh, Addison Ross.
2: That is a nice prezi. Oh
1: I've God. got one yellow one on my dining room table, and at Christmas I moved it off my dining room table to put my Christmas decorations and put it on top of my ottoman, and quite liked it there. And so I now want a pair to sort of tie the rooms together, which I think would be nice
4: Really nice. And Heather, what about you? Did you we, um, did you see your mum? No, I haven't seen her since October, unfortunately. But we did have a nice long FaceTime just the two of us, which was really nice instead of having. Everybody there, like my sister's got two kids now. She had another one about three weeks ago, so it's her first oh, Mother's did she? Day. She Aww. did her first Mother's Day with two kids, so that was nice. My mum's quite into like wellness, weirdy bits and bobs. She's a yoga instructor, so I got her one of those bed of nails acupressure mats. Oh, I love those. Yeah, I've mm. been using it this year and you it's really been helping me sleep. So I got on for her and yeah, she was very, very happy with that. So Emma, yeah. that's very generous. How lovely. God, October. That's a long, long That's time. the thing because I don't live near any of my family. Obviously, I've got loads of friends nearby, but in terms of actually, yeah, you, know, you can't meet any of your family just in the park for a walk mm. or anything like that when you decide to live quite far away from them all but yeah hopefully this summer we'll get to see each other in some you didn't capacity. plan for
1: a pandemic when you moved to Brighton no we
4: didn't Not so, your mum's a yoga teacher Heather didn't she is it, it's very depressing for me though because she's 60 this year and her body is incredible and has really? been for years but you know when you're like why has mum got a better body than me really <laughs> <laughs> can I yes. say on the subject of bodies has anyone been doing the Barry's boot camp? Been saving them. They look a bit scary for me at the moment, but I will do them at some stage.
2: Yeah, I've done the first one. Haven't done today's. I haven't done today's. I've done the first and second, but oh, they're
1: just so good. And just before we finish on Mother's Day, I feel like Bug Blog needs a bit of a shout out. Nora oh. Wills, friend of Sheer luck's, who we've known for many a year now. Who I'm sure most of you know who she is. She's a big influencer on the gram she's got three baby girls all very close in age and she just had her fourth and she had a boy oh, i oh. felt so excited for her i know i left her <laughs> imma- i left her quite an emotional message i think people were like all right georgie i mean i know you but i oh, don't know i was so excited for her yeah she's got her work cut out though my god four under four
4: oh wow it's pretty intense anything else people are watching and
1: reading right now
4: heather so everyone will be pleased now. finally finish The Sopranos now, so I can stop talking about that on the podcast, because that's been the thing that I've been watching over the last four or five months. I always knew that there was a divisive ending, but thankfully never found out what that was. So it was quite nice, you know, 22 years later <laughs> to watch it and still not have had any spoilers. And I actually quite like the ending. So that's mm. that. But I've now started watching The Americans, which came out about six or seven years ago originally. And it's got Matthew Reeson and it's about an all-American couple who like live in this nice neighborhood and they're both travel agents, say in the 80s. And then it transpires Mm. that actually they're both Russian secret agents and they've been living in America for like decades, deep undercover. And then an FBI agent just so happens to move opposite their house. So it's you know, seeing what they get up to as their Russian spies, but also trying to maintain this facade of like suburban Americans. And yeah, I'm really enjoying it so far. Oh, I like the Russian spy angle. Yes. So it's got a nice mix of like espionage disguises, some of which are better than others. Uh, Each episode's kind of got so far anyway, it's got kind of standalone stories. And you're still discovering a bit more about this couple because they're married with kids but they were never put together you know they've never fallen in love or anything they've just been two sort of individuals who were shoved together in their 20s so yeah it's really interesting I'll report back later on but no for now do. the soundtrack actually sorry the 80s soundtrack is brilliant as well I've just got to put that out there
1: Cool. I did finish It's a Sin. I didn't really think it was for me. And then I persevered and I did hugely enjoy it.
2: I mean, it's really sad. It's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, it's really good. So thank you for that tip. Uh, what about you? Anything you're watching? I haven't actually been watching anything, but I listened to Jim Down on the How to Fail podcast, which I just really recommend. He's an ICU doctor currently and still working on the front line. It just felt very real the way... He is coping with it and the emotions that the doctors have, even though they make those sort of life and death decisions every day. It was like a real wake up call for me. But then that was also followed by yesterday. Sorry, this is a bit COVID central, Mm. but yesterday in the Sunday Times magazine, I don't know if anybody read the article of Kate Garraway on her husband, Derek, um, Mm. who got struck down with it very early on and is Mm. still... In intensive care. And I just thought it was such an amazing article. It raised so many things, more than anything, power of attorney. Well, I like, sent my husband an email straight away going, Do, Have we got this sorted? We need to get yeah. this sorted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, such, such a good point. Yeah, she's just an amazing woman and the strength of people in such dark circumstances. Anyway, I saw there's a program about it. They've obviously been following her over. Um, recent months, and it's, I think it's coming out next week. So I will definitely be watching that. Yeah, God, he doesn't really seem to be getting better, does he? No, well, I think he showed signs of it, and then, um, lockdown happened again, and she hasn't been able to get in there at Santa. So he's regressed, and it's that whole kind of conversation of human interaction and hearing voices and kind of giving mm. the encouragement to get them better. Mm. Um, and it seems that he's gone backwards a bit. So difficult an awful but i guess a, a reminder that it's still very much there and, and will take anybody even though the numbers are looking good and life is about to come back to normal i'm sure of it it's just you know
1: we've got a to live with it haven't we exactly i also on a cheery note watched up yesterday with the children oh i love that film so good isn't it yeah it's good it's brilliant yeah it's so good and we also watched Shallow girl the weekend. Highly so recommend Charlie Girl. <laughs> Excellent film. Changing the subjects, we ran a feature. Basically, the premise being that if you lead a busy life, a well-stocked freezer can be a godsend. I have to say that, as you know, we recently um, did our house and my husband was slightly fixated on freezer space. To mm. the extent that the kitchen guy couldn't quite get his head around it. He was like, I think you'll find that the world's moved on a bit now, and we eat less freezer food and more fresh foods. Never have I been asked to include so much freezer space in, in one kitchen, and the only way we could qualify our desire for freezer space is because my husband has a bit of a penchant for Donald Russell frozen meat, which is amazing. But anyway, actually, the trend is to buy less freezer foods than there were when you know than you did when I was a child, but. Still, if you ask me, you do need certain things in there. Anyway, Georgina, I'm going to start with you. What frozen foods are in your freezer? So I always have frozen
3: herbs, frozen sofrito mix, which is the celery, onion and carrot, which is the basis for many a meal in my house. Sorry, what's it called? Sofrito. It's Italian.
4: You know when you make like a bolognese and you always have to start off with those ingredients. Genius. Can I
3: up my onion game? game? (laughs) Well, M&S do it. I think waitress do it. It's all pre-chopped, ready to go. Herbs, always, lots of herbs in the freezer, frozen garlic. But my two things that I always have is a bag of seafood mix for a seafood risotto and... I always have dairy free naans from cook because we love indian which we either cook or get as a takeaway but my son can't have dairy so cook do brilliant dairy free naans so I get those and I always have those in the freezer as well mm.
1: Mm. and smoothie mixes. smoothie mixes smoothie yeah,
3: mixes that which, we are. which are a mixed bag i'd say some really are quite watery and flavourless and some are a lot better
2: yeah, do you know um, what? I think you're better to go one fruit and mix, mix them, them
1: up. Yeah, I have to say on a cardo the m and s prisms are really good. Like their strawberries, they're like the whole big strawberries. You really feel like you're getting. For money, Laura, I feel like we might say a few of the same things now. So I'm going to shotgun it to you, guys. <laughs> hey, that's, on,
2: that's on my list. The vegetable ones. So one. Vegetable I'm ones. The <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those for sure. Whatever. I'm, I'm a shotgun. Oh Georgie! (laughs) It's not fair! Okay, right. Well, and I was gonna say frozen onions, garlic, ginger, chilies, but I feel like Georgina's covered those. (laughs) Um but I would also say that we buy our meat fresh. I don't know if this is right, but freeze it all and then just take out on the morning that we're gonna eat it.
1: Is that because you go to a good butcher and buy it?
2: No, it's just I get a bit freaked out if meat's been hanging around too long in my um fridge. I would much rather freeze it and then take it out, and then I know that it's still fresh.
1: I am a big fan of Strong Roots.
4: Yes, I love that brand. You know brand. this brand? Mm.
1: And they do sweet potato fries. And we yep. have Jamie Oliver, homemade burgers made with Jacob's crackers. I've talked about it a lot. It's like, we sort of alternate between a roast and those because I can't cope with the washing up from a roast. <laughs> um, and the
4: Strong Roots, um, sweet potato fries, they are just so good. good. So they really, do... Really, um, Cauliflower and spinach hash browns, as well, which are really tasty. Oh, good to know. Good for brunches and breakfasts and, and things. And they also do,
3: which I sometimes have with my Mitsu um, Gaiozas, they do um, Asian spring greens yes. frozen. And when you, you just fry them up, they're in actually pan. called
1: Asian star greens because I'm looking <laughs> at them right now. <laughs> They're good. <laughs> good, though.
4: I agree. <laughs> I had them the other day. Has anyone bought or tried frozen avocados? I've just bought some off the back of this feature, mm. but I haven't tried them yet. I was actually going to have some for lunch today, so I can report back about what how What do you do works. with them? I think you can, they just sort of defrost quite quickly, similarly to herbs. I imagine a bit like bananas. We
1: buy the strawberry banana and the smoothie mix. And actually the bananas are never, my daughter loves just to eat them out of the bag, so they're never that hard. So, I imagine that avocado is a bit the same. So, probably, yeah. You quickly. Laura, you know that you can get to steamed
2: filled bags. You, fr- you can get the frozen ones of those. I've got them, but I haven't eaten them yet. So, I didn't want to mention them because I didn't want to rave about them and then they're not be any good if you tried them. No, but I mean, they're going to be good, aren't they? Yeah, they're going mm-hmm. to be good.
1: I had, on the subject of buns, I had flash and Buns, Did You See Aubergine Ooh. bun kits delivered last week. Oh, my God, they were good. Yum. I promise you, I, I can't remember how many people messaged me after I'd put them on my Instagram going, oh my God, that is absolute heaven. I'm ordering those, I'm ordering those. I hope all the people
4: that ordered them for the weekend enjoyed them. They were mm. amazing. Mm. Any other freezer essentials we've missed off, Heather? For us, we've got quite a small fridge freezer, but it's kind of hampered even further by the fact that one of the three things is just full of ice for drinks. So yeah, I'd say ice is probably our biggest <laughs> culprit when it comes to the freezer, because there's nothing more annoying than if you want to make a cocktail or something and they're not full or there's not enough oh, oh don't even
1: don't even get me going on houses that don't have enough ice
4: no, uh, and literally
1: i've got a friend The the tonic's normally flat there might be oh. a dried up bit of lemon in a bowl and if you're lucky you get half an ice cube with a pea in it or something the best ice we talked about these before laura i think you and i are those massive rubber
4: yeah silicon ones yeah yeah we've got a few those? of those in various different sizes and then a bag of ice for like shaking up in cocktails so
1: yeah i think a bag of ice is yeah the silicon trays that have giant ice cubes yeah. are so good because the ice my husband swears you need just one massive one yeah. of those versus like six pieces of ice and a good gnt has to have like six pieces of normal size ice whereas you just need one of these massive and they stay frozen for much longer there we go i'm also a bit of Good stuff in the freezer. Well,
0: from frozen food to beauty. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month.
1: Excellent segue there. Um, but anyway, I, I want to talk about beauty that you've finished lately. Becky wrote a piece on the products. She's actually finished. She obviously gets sent stuff by the bucket load. And I think it's a real testament to how good something is when a beauty editor actually finishes it. Um, I know we all get a few perks here. Are there other are things that you've finished on the beauty front or you always finish that you can share
4: with us? Heather. One thing I've been using a lot of recently is a hair mask because I haven't had my hair cut since last February because every time I tried to book in an appointment, it, there was another lockdown. And the best one I've found, it's quite expensive, but Coco and Eve's, uh, it's called oh, yeah. it, Like a Virgin. I've noticed a real difference Like whenever I've used it. it feels well, like you've got the glossiest softer. hair
2: in the world, Heather, so cool. if that is what we all need. <laughs> <laughs> you know I've never I'm used a hair mask. I love the elasticizer. Philip Kingsley, last.
1: I've heard (laughs) really good
4: things about that. I've got it. I don't think I've ever
2: used it. So
1: that's you,
4: Coco and Eve hair mask. Anything else? I used to use the Elemis Superfood Facial Oil, but I've recently tried a different face oil by Bjork and Berries, and yeah, can really really rate that. They've got this firming facial oil, which has just made my skin like not dry. Whenever I put makeup on over it, having used that, it just goes on really really nicely. So yeah. I would recommend that if anyone's needs a bit of moisture in their skin. Mm. Good. Georgina, what about you?
3: Um, so I have just finished and restocked on um, some Rosalina products. So I use their face oil. It's called Love and Me and it's just gorgeous. Smells lovely. It's not too heavy. It's not really greasy. It just kind of absorbs into your skin. And I'm, whatever I'm using, whether it's a day serum or a kind of nighttime retinol, I always just layer that over the top. Um, sometimes I put it on in the middle of the day if it's if I feel dehydrated
1: I'm sorry if you wear it at night do you put it on a moisturizer as well or just that
3: I put it over the top of a moisturizer
1: over the top yeah if I just feel like I need not
3: every night but if I feel like I need something extra just if I'm feeling particularly dehydrated then I'll just dab a bit oh it's a face oil isn't it not a serum sorry yeah really nice And I've also just bought their cleansing balm again, which is one of those ones where you rub it on and you kind of melt your makeup away. You use it with a hot cloth and it's gorgeous. So I regularly get through that. And then my makeup product that I'm restocking is the Charlotte Tilbury Pillow Talk Mascara. I'm on my third tube and I just think it's brilliant. (laughs) I love it. Yeah, So good. I I
1: use it too. No, what
2: about you? I've got quite a few. I think it's time that the shots Far away. Really Go on, give us a list. <laughs> no, I won't give you a list. But the one that, that I'm coming to the end of and I've loved is the Dior Capture Use Glow Booster Serum. I wouldn't have gone to Dior necessarily for a serum, but Becky gave it to me and I have literally loved it. I love the smell. I love that it's not too heavy on my skin. And yeah, like it's one of those things I look forward to putting it on. So that's nearly at the end and I will definitely restock that. Um and then on the theme of Dior, Georgie, I know we've spoken about it before, but their Forever Skin Corrector, it's still my favourite. I've kind of interspersed with a few others in between. I'm it and actually. Today, Laura. Yeah, it's so good, isn't it? And I think I, I, you know, I'm going to restock that too. I'm nearly at the end. Um, and then I've mentioned before as well that the milk lip and cheek oil. Mine's come to the end. I haven't restocked yet. Um, it's been out of stock in the shade I like, but I will definitely do that when it comes back in. Sure. What about you, Georgie?
1: Makeup wise, I would say the thing that I've finished the most because it's so bloody small, but it's brilliant. It's Glossier's boy brow. I use that. Yeah. I, right. I think. I think that. But I mean. You know, they're brilliant, aren't they? And then and God, oh, I have to caveat the price point on this. And I have to say that I didn't buy it, but I am about to bite the bullet and buy it. Is two Elizabeth Arson things and one is the Provage Theorem. And I swear to God, it is like heather, was it you that said that it that he was gave yeah. you?
4: No, a I tumble. received a sample and it's the best thing I've ever put on my face, but oh. I can't afford it, unfortunately. Me too. But it bloody works.
1: Frickin' hell, it is so amazing. I don't know why, yeah. I don't know what's in it. I know, I dread to think what's in it. I'm but... using that and I'm using... This is not an ad, can I just say. I was given the product, but this is not an ad. It's called the Prevage Progressive Renewal Treatment, and it's four little glass bottles that say one, two, three, four. And each week you move up a number. They get progressively stronger as you go along. Um, But I've been using that with the serum and also the Ultra Smart Elemis Pro Collagen. My skin is so soft at the moment, it's nuts. And that's 180 quid for a full week. Um, intensive for week at home. It's like a face peel treatment. And I'm quite a beauty sceptic, but I think they're really good. So that's that on beauty. We're going to talk about fitness next. How's everyone feeling on fitness? Sluggish over it? Still managing? Are you reinvigorated now that we're doing the show up run club on a Saturday morning? <laughs> were you a member of a gym and now you're thinking you might not need to be? I'm just interested to know how everyone's feeling because I definitely went through a period I'm kind of back in the zone, actually, for various reasons, but I definitely went through a bit of a lull Um, at the end of last year I was just over lockdown and working out at home, and and I was struggling. How does everyone else feel on the subject? Georgina, what's your take on exercise? I had
3: quite a good start, I think, to the year because a friend of mine runs a bar core classes, and so she did a new year reset and so we did six classes a week for four weeks and that was really really good and that really did reset me so by the end of january i felt really good and now I've just me feeling a bit tired again <laughs> like finding it quite hard so having been like yes january i'm really fit i'm really strong i can actually see the difference in my body because it's such a sculpting workout and then I've dropped down to just the usual two classes again. And I can feel that tone slightly going. And it's really annoying when you've had it and it's gone. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So I've been doing barcore and spin. And I've been doing it all at home. And I do not see myself going back to the gym. Uh, even when it reopened, actually, between lockdowns. I didn't go back. I canceled the membership. And I like doing it at home. The flexibility works it's for me. It's money,
1: right? What's so, not to like about
3: that? Yeah. I mean, I have a tiny little space I'm doing it in. But the other friend of mine is a yoga teacher now. The other reason I like doing it is that I'm supporting two of my friends who have kind of reinvented themselves going into different businesses mm-hmm. through lockdown. And I just feel like I'd rather go with them. And they know my injuries and my history as well. So, yeah, that's what I'm doing.
4: Heather, what about you? So last night, I started week four of Couch to 5k again. Uh, And yeah, I'm really enjoying it again, like I was last time. And yeah, I'm finding it easier this time as well, because I didn't lose too much of the fitness from doing it before Christmas. And yeah, to be honest, well, the hope is to sort of finish in four weeks. And then after that, hopefully, I've got the sort of stamina to just go for runs three times a week anyway, without the app. So yeah, like Georgina, I can't really see myself going back to the gym after mm. all this. I really like exercising outside, which I didn't realise I enjoyed. Obviously, you save money, but also for me, I save time. Yeah, yeah, you're so
1: right. That's what we haven't even read. I've not really stopped To think about But like
4: Yeah Yeah
1: you're saving Really quite a lot of time
4: And I feel like That way you can't really Make excuses in your head Can you like Oh I haven't got time to go Like you can yeah. always Carve out half an hour yeah. To do something So I'm finding that Really motivating So yeah. you got my husband Who just talks About the fact that He's going to go for a run Yeah 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 For about two
1: hours <laughs> And quite often I go I'm going out I guarantee you When I get back You're still going to be yeah. Sitting here telling me He's like Well I've just got To do an email I, I'm sure I can wait <laughs>
2: Go and do your bloody run. Laura, what about you? Well, I I mentioned on the last podcast that I, for various reasons, locked down at my mum's house. Mm. Um, And we're now back in school, so back at home. But when I was there, she had a treadmill. And, yeah, I was really into my rhythm of, you know, running four or five times a week. I'd literally get on. I'd do my 5K. I'd get off and that was it. And Mm. then, anyway, we ordered a Peloton tread, which has just arrived today, so I'm so excited. Oh, wow. Um, cool. And from that, I downloaded the app and I started doing all their different workouts that they recommend. And it's just been so good because it keeps it varied and it keeps it different. And I I sort of never thought that I like somebody telling me what to do, but actually it turns out that I do. Um, <laughs> yeah. rather, rather than just sitting there, like, <laughs> listening to music, trying to motivate myself, yeah. somebody, like, keeping it varied and, you know... It not just feeling like this long slog.
1: Oh, let us know what you think.
2: Yeah, I, will I love do. the
1: instructors; they're really good. Do you have a Peloton spin? Do you, Georgina? No, we have
3: an old spin bike. <laughs> it's like oh, yeah. an old <laughs> rickety bike from the gym, which we ended up getting in the first lockdown from a spin studio around here. And then we have the Peloton app on the TV, so we wheel out this bike oh. and then we spin to the Peloton spin. It's Brilliant. And then my husband does all the yoga. He does all the strength training on it. Yeah, I do um, the strength
2: afterwards. It's really good. And you can put in, like, even some days if you're really short of time, you can put in five-minute abs or whatever it is. Yeah, like, At least you've done five minutes.
3: Yeah, and if you kind of, you've done a 20 or 30-minute something, you think, do you know what, I actually, I could do another 10 minutes of this. You yeah. can just do, right, okay, thighs and bum, let's go. And it's yeah.
1: great. I have the Technogym, spin bike, and... I am asked, God, practically daily, what I recommend more, the Peloton or the techno Gym. And I always say to people, I can't answer. Like, I've only ever had a techno gym and I love it. I can't. So yeah. I was interested to know. Uh, if there's anyone out there that's had both, I'd love to know because I think mine's the best, but I'm sure people with the Peloton think is the best. Um, I also have to say that I have started buddying, workout buddying outside now that the weather's better and it's lighter in the morning three days a week and I, as I said I got stuck in such a rut just the fact that I know that at seven o'clock in the morning she's waiting for me on the corner it just gets me out of bed so I think if you struggle for motivation at home which I do think when you go to gym class it's easier just you know getting together with a local friend is quite a good way to keep at it and then try our Barry's class because it's really good uh, so the gym is maybe something that some people feel like they won't go back to. Do you think there are other sort of long-lasting changes that you'll make to your life now that we are coming out of this pandemic?
2: I, I found this question really hard. I think everyone's going to say the slightly slower pace. Like, what else would I actually change? I don't know. I feel like I need to be inspired by a few people. Heather, what about Regina?
1: you, Georgie? Oh, I, I, I've loved the simplicity of, of life and I'm a pretty social person my diary is starting to get a bit busier and you know the Easter holidays for example for the children I tried to put them into a camp the other day and they're like sorry you know we released the classes they were gone within three hours I tried another one they were gone and tell me about it
2: <laughs> I was like
1: shit 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 so then I've sort of been arranging these you know a walk with someone The sort of anxiety of diary management whereas Before you kind of couldn't put anything in your diary, so but we still had a really nice time and we still did things and the holidays just kind of went by in quite an unstressful manner. And I I do have a living nanny, but I work full time and have three children, so I'm not going to justify that any more than that. We had a jolly time and muddled through, and I'm (laughs) being quite anxious about like Easter and summer and making my work life balance work. So that's not really anything I've learned. It's just how I'm feeling about coming out of it. I love the sense of community and local people and neighbours, and I really hope that sticks. I hope we're all a bit kinder to each other.
3: Heather, Georgina, do you have anything to add? Enforce time outside, I mean, I've got a dog, so I'm dog walking every day anyway, but actually I've really, really enjoyed discovering my area and being outside. We've done family bike rides and things that we wouldn't have done, I don't think, to the same extent, and I really want to continue that. I know that we were having a joke with a friend (laughs) who was saying, someone suggested to me the other day that we we should go on a walking holiday. I mean, I've been walking for a year. The idea of going on a walking holiday is completely ridiculous. And I was saying, no, I really want to go walking in the Lake District or somewhere. I feel like I'm now ready for a walking holiday. I've walked Mm -hmm. so far. I want to do more things like that. It's basically like a ski holiday, but walking. I'd like to keep spending more time outside. And I think, like you just said, I mean, time with the kids. When I think that my daughter was 13 when we went into this and by the time we're properly out she'll be 15 that's half her teenage mm. years you know mm. and I feel like god I can't believe how quickly it's going and you know yeah I just it's so
1: short the games we've played though like God, we've never played too many
3: but you wouldn't yeah. do it otherwise you wouldn't do it no. as much and you'd spend all that time in the car ferrying them around and mm. you know yeah so
1: yeah right. life can be simple and all the money we spend doing expensive things and like the school holidays the time you book them into this and that and whatever else and they're like jeez actually they're quite happy throwing flour around the kitchen and getting I'm the bike prize. although freaking out I every time every time my, tu- my husband touches the cupboard he's like oh there's flour there's honey there's everything
4: Heather what about you yeah I guess I'd just like to try and keep some of the healthy habits I've managed to Carve time out for this time around and try and reincorporate them into normal life, I think also like obviously when you 're working at home, I tend to eat much healthier lunches because everything's there, and you 've already bought it and it's like quite easy to roast some vegetables and have that for lunch, so I think I'll be trying to do that to bring into the office if that makes sense rather than relying on what's around the office for lunches and things like that. Oh no, I think I'm quite the opposite, I think uh. G&T on a Monday is far
1: too tempting when you've been working at home all day. Ashley's Mm. going in and out of the fridge 10 times. I think I'm much healthier at the office. Well, ladies, thank you for joining me. I think we'll leave it there. That's it for this week. If you enjoyed that, then do please rate, review, subscribe, tell your friends, and we will be back soon. Bye-bye.
5: When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do,